Hey guys, Doc here to tell you about something that could really give you the edge in gaming. I'm talking about our show sponsor, Fade Grips. Thumbstick grips as well as controller grips that give comfort, precision, and control so you can take your gaming to the next level. Just go to FadeGrips.store and check out all they have to offer. And with our promo code, CAG20, at checkout, you can get 20% off your entire order. That's FadeGrips.store with offer code CAG20. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 44 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week are my co-hosts, Doc, H1X1. Hello, I'm Chocolate. <laughs> and Chocolate. I'm back. <laughs> and joining us at our rotating fourth chair, community member, Maldo Rob. Oi, I'm Chocolate. <laughs> no, I, I will not do a podcast with three chocolates. Not because I don't love but you, which chocolate. which one is which? I can't tell. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing, right? So, uh, well, Welcome back to the show, Mal. It's been a Thanks, while. Man. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to be here. I, I really appreciate you guys having me on. We, it's, it's no problem at all. Um, do we have any other intro notes here besides our <clears throat> community play? Just make sure I didn't forget nope. anything. No. All right, well, hey, short and sweet is fine with me. Um, Coming up uh, this Saturday, actually, March 23rd at 5 or 6 p.m. Eastern, 10, 11. Actually, that's not going to be right now, right? Because of daylight (laughs) savings time. Yep. So it's going to be 9 or 10 for UK people. Yes. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) What time do you guys hit your daylight savings chocolate? That's the end of the month, right? No, no, yes. I think it's the... 31st? I feel yeah. like I looked it up at one point. Yeah, it's the 31st. Okay, so 5 or 6 p.m. Eastern and 9 or 10 um, GMT. So we are playing Halo Master Chief Collection. If you haven't had it, if, you, if you're planning to join and you haven't downloaded yet, make sure you do that. We'll also be, by the time you hear this, there will be an LFG up in the Cross Atlantic Gaming Club on Xbox. Uh, so sign up there. I don't know how many people we're looking for. I'm not sure how much, how many people that game holds up to. It's got to be ten or twelve, right? If not, more. Uh, at least, yeah. If not more, it, it, you can have a pretty substantial party in it, yeah. Okay, so plenty of spots open. Um, I think all three of us are going to make it. If not, at least two of us should be there. Yep. Um, should be a lot of fun. Um, that's really F- all I have to finish. Clean up. Finish the fight. Finish the fight, as someone would say from Halo. Some griff ball. Oh, I don't know if I, I want to play a, any more no. Griffball. I got a bad taste in my mouth from Griffball. <laughs> well, just don't invite those other people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shots fired. All right. I like it. All right. Uh, another weekend gaming. What have we all been playing? Well, you know, from the looks of the show notes, it really looks like we've all only been playing one game. But because Maldo's our guest, I will let him talk about Wargroove. And a little Apex, if he so chooses. So, Baldo, how are those games that aren't treating you? Yeah, Ugh. <laughs> playing other games, which I don't have a ton of time. So I'm kind of War Grooves is like my when I'm at work and I've got five minutes because it's Doc. You didn't pick up this game because this game is like meant for you. No, uh, I did actually. I got. Uh, I'm about halfway through it actually. I did. I now I, I fell off because of 
Dude, it's well, hard. Some, it, it, yeah, I, I, we kind of talked about this before. Like, it, it does not – well, I would – okay, real quick. It's hard, but do you think it's kind of cheap in some ways? Because I almost kind of felt that at some points with it. Like, with the fog of war and how the AI knows where you're at and stuff. Like, I almost feel like it gets kind of cheap at some parts. Yeah. Uh, there are definitely some times where I feel like it's unfair. Or, yeah, the fog of war is a little iffy. Um, because I almost felt like I would get to points where, like, I would move to a tile. Obviously, you know, fog of war, you can't see it. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, I get hit by a, a siege weapon. It's like, well, you know, crap, I didn't know that was there. Like, almost like trial and error, which I get that that's, you know, Advanced Wars was like that too. But I think because this one is a little bit tougher, I think I got frustrated more often because of that. But I don't know. What, what do you think? I mean, how, how far did you get into it so far? I'm not too far. I, so when I went on that trip to Mississippi, I played it on both flights and then i've played a little bit here throughout work so i'm still in the first main campaign mm -hmm. and it's good i mean i think it's more nostalgia for me out of anything yeah yeah i mean that's why i like it too it reminds me of advanced wars and i am 100 okay with that <laughs> uh and then apex which is my favorite battle royale and i dare say the best uh -oh. yes i agree 100 percent. opinions uh -oh. are subjective oh jeez. No. It's that's an objective. I mean, how fast has it has it grown? <laughs> like, and how no, well that is, is an objective opinion, sir. <laughs> it is doing very well, and I'm very happy for the people that are enjoying it. <laughs> Thank you. Blackouts, but, blackouts, my game. I it's tough for me to play any other battle royale at this point. Hi, are you able to mute the host? <laughs> I yeah, hold on. <laughs> loved Titanfall and it's got similar movement it's not as yep, intense no no double jumps no wall running no titans it's almost <laughs> just like Titanfall no I mean it's, oh boy. Well, it's the same weapons it's in the same universe and it does move similar uh, as far as the, the knee slides and things like that but it's the smoothest as far as shooting mechanics and things like that were you uh, bummed at all by the fact that it didn't have Titans when it was first announced? Um, no. I have no yeah, idea I don't how know. that would actually work. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. Mess, I think. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it would, honestly. But I wouldn't mind. That's something I wouldn't mind seeing is like a like limited time mode or like just an event mode or something. Maybe just like try it, and if it's an absolute disaster, obviously they play tested this, and I'm sure at one point they tried it with Titans. And obviously it didn't work, but just the thought of it, like, no, just have imagine? the Titans work just like normal multiplayer where they can either follow you around mm -hmm. or you can actually get in them, and then everything else just works the same. I mean, maybe the map's not built for that, I guess. But, well, no, because you're... Uh... My bad, Chocolate. I'm just going to keep cutting you off on X. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. This is why I never talk in podcasts. I just sit here and wait. Tend to my baby. <laughs> you're, you're too nice, chocolate is what it is. It's that British uh, gentleman coming out of you. I need to take more breaths when I'm talking so that you can actually speak. So go for it. Oh, thank you, sir. No, I was just thinking, uh, you've hit the nail on the head. If they dropped a you know, limited time only, especially with the Battle Pass coming out what, almost around the corner, mm -hmm. it would be perfect. I think they're waiting for the first season of that Battle Pass to pass. 
I didn't mean to say pass so many times, but <laughs> that will be the the time to kind of drop it and t- do Titan versus Titan, or just something new, just to mix it up ever so slightly. So, like, how plausible do you think it would be, like, maybe if it was just a power-up that you could find and call one in, or do you think that's, like, too... Like See, I think that yeah, I think it's game breaking. I think you do if you're going to do it, you have to do Titan versus Titan, e- equal playing field kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. maybe we'll see wall running from a, a new character at some point as just like a passive skill or something. Yeah, or you know, one of his well, yeah, it'd be a really naff special ability. Could you imagine <laughs> you, your special ability is to wall run? Ah. Uh, circles mean, in an I, open that, field. I could see that. I mean, people people that mastered would master that class. I think would be pretty deadly having just that extra what, bit of traversal. What yeah, would be its counter? A gun. <laughs> <laughs> Bullets. Good it's aim. Only, it's only weakness. <laughs> but uh, you, you're looking at it. This, the only one I could think of is. Um, yeah, well, no, there isn't a counter, though, is there? Well, I At mean, the moment. If, if anything, it would be like the the female character of just the... It would be the mobility class, you know? Yeah. It would be the class that would be really... Slick. Tiny hitbox and wall well, running? T- Appar- um, apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wraith. Wraith, yeah. It? it would be like more akin to like how she's so agile. It would it would be that, but maybe, maybe he couldn't run as fast, but because he could wall run, he was still... That element of agility maybe would make it, you know, yeah. appealing. I love Gibraltar. That fat... Oversized man <laughs> does it for me. That nasty hitbox he's time. got. Excuse you, sir. He works out a lot. That is uh, muscle. So. Husky. It's mass. Just putting on mass. <laughs> no, my go-to, if we get into a firefight, I drop the shield and then back out of it to try and reposition. But yeah, he does have a big hitbox. Huge. He's the biggest, lose, isn't it? lose a couple pounds. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but overall, I think they're all balanced. There's a lot, you know, when you have a good group that communicates and actually works together and has some cohesion, it makes it so much better and easier to win. This is the most wins I've gotten on any Battle Royale. And and to that point, I will say that's probably why I've stuck with Black Ops so long. It's like the most success I've ever had in a Battle Royale game is in Blackout. Like, I'm confident in with my ability in Blackout compared to every other Battle Royale I've played so far. Given I have not put enough time into Apex... For sure. I probably have like 20, 30 games, which isn't enough. But I think that is a big thing in Blackout's Corner for me. And just it's it's the modern. We don't have a lot of modern shooters. And I enjoy yeah. that a lot. And like PUBG was... I loved PUBG when it first came out until it had some competition. And then it was kind of like, yeah. It's so it's pretty makingly <laughs> slow. I mean, now yeah. that we see a game that has some... Uh, excitement and speed it's just to go back to PUBG. i have a couple friends that refuse to leave it and every time i play it i get a little sad <laughs> like See, do i really I, have to play this <laughs> I, I disagree a little bit because i think they're so different at this point that I, I barely put them in the same category even though they're battle royale because one's super well, because slow and methodical i think PUBG of. is is intentionally trying to be a military sim whereas like obviously you know blackout and this isn't you know it is it is battle royale first and foremost and it is just trying to be as smooth of a shooter as it possibly can be whereas yeah, but- i think pub i think PUBG, for better or for worse i think they take serious like here's the markers on your scope here is this many meters here is you know like stuff like that i think they take that stuff pretty seriously as far as that goes yeah but, but- why don't they fix their game 
I, I mean, I don't yeah. disagree with that part. That part I don't disagree <laughs> with. But that that's a whole – yeah, that's a whole other issue, you know, It, as it far is as... in its own league as far as being the least polished Battle Royale. Yeah, on the so I, true. Still, yeah. <laughs> I had heard on another podcast that they refused help from Epic – to help oh, optimize boy. their engine, well, that which was I understand. They're like, hey, after the know, whole Fortnite thing, yeah, you stole our game. F you. <laughs> yeah, but their game—it's it, frustrating. Even now, playing it on my ex, the new map has terrible pop in. When you're first loading, oh, yeah. you don't see Bobby. anything. I have flown into a clearing, a building appears in front of me, <laughs> and then I fall to my death. Dude, I, I've got a 1070 in my PC, and it doesn't run much better, if if not worse, at times. So oh it's not God. like the PC's any more optimized, to be frank. I mean, that's rough, dude. I don't know how the, that has gone on so long. Like, stop giving people more content, even though like that's how they're gonna make more money. But like, you gotta take a step back, and you gotta actually fix your foundation, like the base game. There, it's just. But with with Apex launching as well, it, surely it's pulling more of their player base away. So th- th- this is the the time to either fix it, drop something that is, you know, the, the snow map we knew that was coming for three months. Was it three months? Six months? Uh, they teased uh, they, it. They teased it like middle of last year, I think. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So what are they going to do to draw back the players? They've got to do something mighty huge. See, the, I think the thing a lot of people don't think about, too, is that PUBG actually is potentially – honestly, it might actually be the leader in terms of sheer users when you factor in China and overseas stuff because it still is the leader in terms of the international market. Like a lot of people forget that Fortnite is immensely popular, but it's mo- it's mostly only popular in America. Um not to say it doesn't make a ton of money because it clearly does, probably uh, more than mm. or so than any other company out there, but uh, – but Fortnite's not super popular like in like in China and other places like that. Um, not you know I'm not saying that balances it out or or gives them an excuse or means PUBG is still fine. But like you look at Steam charts, PUBG is still like the second most played game on Steam. Um, so I you know I, it's tough to say. I don't know. It's just it's tough with such a saturated market at this point. Like you really have to be doing something different, and that's why this whole. Ugh, Battlefield Five Firestorm. I don't know if anyone's gonna be playing that. Is anyone even playing Battlefield Five anymore? I've actually gotten back into it. Yeah, I've gotten back into it. I mean, it's uh, I'll, I'll play it, but I, in, unless they make it free, I don't think it's got a chance. I mean, because and not not that I don't think that game mode wouldn't be good, but because of the rough start Battlefield Five had, that makes it borderline dead in the water unless it's free. You know, free to play. That's I next week Doc. it drops, doesn't it? Yeah, let 20, me, 25th, I believe. Let, let me not. Let me finish that sentence. I'm not throwing out I love Doc. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought it was I'm, o- I'm okay with that. So, <laughs> But he has a very unique uh, perspective on video games. Yeah, he like he loves pulse. Tides of Iron and <laughs> the history game. <laughs> I, like a lot of, I like a lot of different video games, all right? I'm not even <laughs> yes. going to talk about it. I thought about putting a game on here that I played this week. What is it? Well, now you have to tell us, you yeah. idiot. Okay, I'm going to give you the name, and I'll let you tell me what you think it is. The name of the game is Wolfpack. Okay. It's a wolf sim. It is a... Actually, it is a sim, and it is a hardcore World War II U-boat simulator. I was pretty close. Yeah. I was going to say it's a like video game version of 
whatever that movie was. What was it? Oh, like, well, name any of them. Like, there was one with, like, Matthew McConaughey, I think. There was one with uh, Harrison Ford. Hunt for Red October. Sure. Well, that's a more recent one, although that one's awesome, by the way. Sean Connery's great. But, um, yeah, like, so, yeah, part of my week was uh, two hours spent listening oh to a simulated hi- underwater hydrophone, uh, listening to merchant ships go by so I could track them down. If this is what I'm staring at, is it, like, old school looking? Oh, it's a sim. Like, I had to pull out... I had to do math to gauge the distance, speed, and trajectory, which I had to fire my torpedo at yeah, to hit a boat. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah, that happened this week. Yeah, This is <laughs> your crazy person. Yeah, I know. I love but, it. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, anyways, that's that. Go ahead, continue, Waldo. Uh, no, no, I need to post this in the, in the <laughs> chat. Of, of what this... I'm glad nobody follows my Steam account. <laughs> so... I'd say we're all glad we don't yeah. as well. <laughs> I just that's wow. what that's what Doc was staring at. I know I know it's a podcast, but it is a Oh my god, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he was staring at for hours. So oh, it looks like some sort of control panel and then on the top there is a window where you can oh, that's see not the some game. sort of that, that's an older game. This is much okay. newer than that. Yeah, I was gonna say, it. But it's not <laughs> far from that. Like you actually have to move around this one. Throw some more like pixels stuff. at that picture. So what, what year was it? What year was it released? Uh, let me look it up on Steam. I could have got the name wrong. It's something we'll pack. It's uh, hold on one second. I'll be right back. But what's funny is this isn't surprising that I would think yes, Doc loves this game. I'm gonna stare at this instrument panel and look it, through the it just binoculars. Makes, it makes so much sense. <laughs> it's, it's the Doc we've come to know and love. Yes, but so yes. What uh, is fact, that hot pile of garbage? That's not the right game, Chocolate. It's not the right game. <laughs> Apparently, the new game is much better. Yeah, it's this. it's it, it is called Wolfpack, but it's new on it's new it's fairly new on Steam. It's in early access. So, uh, 2018. Yeah, but like I liked it because I literally had to learn like, okay, you have to fill up the ballast. You have to have positive air pressure to go to this depth. It's here's the crush step. Like it's all these things. It's it's ridiculous. I know, but like I think I watched uh, Crimson Tide again the other day. I don't know if it's on Netflix or whatever, and it got me. I saw that on Steam, and I wanted to play a. I wanted to play a submarine game, so I did that. So there's an actual game where you play as a pack of wolves and attack people. <laughs> like, that's, that's more talk, up my ass. I'll that talk released, about that next week. <laughs> that was released in 2016. I'm just going through the years until I find one. That sounds pretty fun. I would play that. <laughs> uh, anyways, Waldo, yeah. any final comments on Apex? Best Battle Royale out there. And All right. My apologies if you guys are bleeding from the ears. <laughs> at the beginning of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay. We, we never know where your true audio levels are going to be until you're actually in the heat of the moment, yelling and getting passionate about things, and that's when we all go deaf and we're like, oh, boy, hold on, text him, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Hey, way too loud. <laughs> Seven messages popped up once. Bob was a little loud, right? <laughs> a little loud? Yeah, I think you're a little loud. Your ear's bleeding? My ear? Yeah, yeah, me too. All right, great. What'd you say? Huh? I'll, I'll, I'll tone it down in, uh, <laughs> in <laughs> editing, in post. Thanks. No worries. Um, all right, so yeah, Apex uh, is the best battle royale to each his own. Um, moving on, Division Two, yes. folks. An agent has joined your group, and four agents have joined your ears. That sounds weird. <laughs> yep. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. So, Division Two, Division One Point Five, or Division Two? Thoughts? Uh, both, maybe, but still really good. Yes. It. Looking wise, it hasn't changed much, has it? It's, yeah, I it's think if you the like sta- the same game, essential or aesthetically. Well, yeah, take away the snow, 
Yeah. You know. The new the new area, DC, and having way more color. Like the vision one was just white and Bleak. dreary and gray. Yep. So there's a much bigger color palette on this one. I will but, say too, like I was a little skeptical that this is an area, like a, a interesting area to do like their sequel until I played some of these campaign levels and now I'm like Dude, this was a good choice. I was gonna for say until you're playing through all those museums. And yeah. You're like, okay. You're <laughs> you like, win. This is kind of rad. <laughs> so I don't know about you guys, but I get such a I am legend feel from this game. Oh, totally. Like, oh yes. All it's missing, which would be a cool mode, is some sort of zombies. Like how Freakers they had um, or something. Yeah. Yeah. How they had the Freakers, survival mode. <laughs> Just a mode like this. No freakers. Um. Yeah, I thought I think if Division One didn't have snow, it would have felt a lot like that. Except for you do get a lot more. There's a lot more green in this in this game, a lot more vegetation, which I think does make it feel more like I Am Legend. Healthy That's dose of garbage too, and trash. Holy, yeah. oh, these people! Of it. Yeah, they need to go on Reddit and what's going around these trash pickups. Clean up your clean up your streets, DC. Come on. <laughs> that is that our side should be our side job. We need Actually, to kill the bad guys and clean up all the trash. <laughs> I do. I, I tell me if you guys feel the same way too. Like you know, all the time people talk about narrative dissonance with uh, games like Uncharted, where you have this nice guy Nathan Drake. He's he's raising a family, a wife, and everything, and they, but he also murders hundreds of mercenaries. You know, on the side, hundreds, and, thousands, and like, thousands. And at yeah. some point, you almost get like the Harry from True Lies, where he's talking to his wife. It's like Harry, you've killed people. He's like, yeah, but they were all bad. Like. Do you kind of get that in these games nowadays where you're like, I'm in D.C., I'm trying to reestablish democracy. I have killed thousands of Americans in this past hour. <laughs> so, so, so I might have a unique perspective. Okay. Because, in my opinion, those people are terrorists. <laughs> That's not what a unique did? opinion. I think uh, they are terrorists. Yeah, no, they definitely right. are. They definitely so, are. But it, it does get to be one of those weird things of like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Doc, don't feel bad about trying to murder a man who's <laughs> shooting at you and oh, I'm not. launching I'm chemicals not. all over the hey, city. I'm trying to reestablish the democracy we know and love. So Doc's I, I taking the first shot. That's the problem. Also true. Yeah, see, that's maybe don't open fire on people until you know if they're bad. I only have a sniper rifle. It's not my fault they're not within my range. So. <laughs> Jesus. They're bad. You know, the Division 1, when they got their X enhancement, I thought it looked really good. So comparing where it from division one after its enhancement it's not that much different yeah i still it's a really good looking game though and i think that color palette like you said maldo uh helps a ton to make Very. it look alive and vibrant compared and there's a to... lot of really good lighting oh yeah, yeah. a lot of good volumetric lighting for sure like the sun rays and all that yeah totally um, and if you had those nasty storms yet like at night yes. i feel like i can't see like 20 feet in front of me. Have it's... you guys been in the fog? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of creepy, actually, the fog. It is eerily, like kind of eerie, like when you're running around the streets like with, with that going on. We were rolling up to... It was one of the like question mark events. I think it might have been a public execution. And it was at night and super foggy, and I'm just walking up this ramp, and then there's two guys like immediately in front of me. <laughs> and like that's how we started that engagement was... <laughs> me bumping into these guys because I like I couldn't see anything. You it was that said, it was like me. the fog plus the lighting. It just kind of like I couldn't see anything. Uh, which should be noted too like th something I actually like about this game is that even like 
basic enemies that you can kill fairly quickly. If you don't watch yourself, they will kill you very quickly as well. Like, even ones that you are at the same level, if not slightly higher level then, because it yeah. scales. Like, they've made the game, uh, I don't want to say hard, but they've made it in a way to where you can't ever let your guard down against, like, any group of enemies, really. If you're playing single player, you've got to... Um, try try to a little bit, at least, yeah. Yeah, and you're, you've got to know your surroundings as well. If you're just peeking, say, left or out, behind cover, they are going to come running towards you down the, down the other side and just... But kind of get behind you. It's so frustrating. My favorite part about that, because you're right, they do flank, is when the guys yell out. They're like, "I'm flanking on the left." Yeah. You're like, all right, bro. Well, if you're gonna try to flank me, do it quietly. Yeah, it's about to say it's like your presence. I was about to say it's like, yeah, total deathly over there. I wouldn't have. Known, you could have tapped me on the shoulder, and I wouldn't know you'd have went around me. But thanks for the heads up. Like, oh, and what's up with these prone guys? Was there prone guys in the first division? No. Oh, what but the hell? That's frustrating because they have armor positioned in a way to where if you shoot them head on while they're prone, you're hitting nothing but their armor. And that's why those guys are frustrating. Got to use grenades. I just or, get frustrated hit because angle. I think they're just dead bodies, and then I get shot. <laughs> what is going on? What gadgets are you guys using? I've tried a little bit of everything. It depends. Like if I'm, it depends if I'm playing alone or in a group. Honestly, um, since I've been pretty much just going through like mainlining, I, I guess I've just been doing everything except for the side missions at this point. Um, so sometimes I run into main quests where I feel like I'm pretty under leveled and usually I'm in a group though, so it's all right. Uh, but for that reason, I'm using the healing chem launcher, um, cause I need some type of survivability. So I need some way besides using the armor plates, cause if I was just using those armor plates, I, I would be out of them pr pretty quickly in those longer engagements. So having an actual... And the chem launcher is like a 20 second recharge and then you have three charges on it. So it recharges super fast for being a med thing. Um, and then I'm just running the turret and the turret, it seems to be doing way more work than it did in the original division. Yeah. Like, it actually puts out some damage, which, which is nice. I think, I, I think the best solo survivability build is the chem launcher and then the uh, healing drone. Like you pop both of those, you're probably going to survive most firefights unless you're just overwhelmed. I feel like you need some sort of offensive. Like I use the healing drone and the the hive, the offensive one. Yeah, that one's pretty good too. The one that just like stabs people with a whole bunch of little bugs. Uh, <laughs> that is, yeah. That's pretty. That's definitely the most fun one. It's I enjoy so that satisfying the most. to see. <laughs> There's a lot of good crowd control ones, like the uh, rolling ball that's got the cluster bombs. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, yeah that Seeker's one's really fun. good too. The seeker is great for if you use. Um, I just used the explosive one. It's the only one I actually unlocked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but starting, like, ambushes that way. Yeah. Where it's just I, like, all right, roll out the seeker drones, and you're just <laughs> watching them go up, and then as soon as it blows, everybody starts firing. Like, that's my favorite way to ambush enemies. But that's really the only thing I use it for. So uh, I've been using the drone as a, um offensive. So I oh, you did the, the uh, attacking one. Yeah. But I find that's more... That's a pain in the... <laughs> I, uh... You gotta use the drone that like splashes you with the green stuff. Makes you feel good. Yeah, I, I went with two offensive, two offensive uh, drones. What did I do? The chem launcher um, with the purple mist. Oh yeah, what does that one do? I haven't unlocked that one yet. I've seen people using that. To, to be honest, I have no idea. I think it's like an acid <laughs> splash. I thought oh, okay. it's an AOE damage. Okay. Okay. At the least. Um, so yeah, I should have hit a heal, but I'm. Um, 
I'm only level three at the moment. I'm hoping once I party up with people, someone's going to have some heals. Actually, uh, how real quick, how far has everybody gotten so far? I'm level 11. Uh, 15. I'm 18. Three. You just wanted to brag, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, Doc? a little bit. <laughs> okay, you guys aren't Get on my right level. <laughs> we're working yes. out. Risky, you were saying you were, uh, you were just doing the main story. Why is that? Yeah, uh, Risky's doing what I'm doing. He he watched a YouTube video like I did, and he's trying <laughs> to sure max min-max the end game. So what happens is that those the side quests actually... Um, what's the word I'm trying to... Which this is a good PSA, yeah. Yeah, but what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, so okay, scale. yeah. So the, well, yeah, the way it works is yes, yeah. Main scale. missions. Yeah. Listen to Doc. Main missions give you a raw XP no matter what level you are. That is set in stone. The main missions. So no matter when you do them, you might as well do them as soon as you can because they give you a, you know, like if this one gives you 10,000 XP, that's what it will always give you no matter what level you are. Yeah. Versus side missions will give you a third of the XP of whatever level you're on, regardless of what level you are. So you could be level level three, do a side mission, get a third of level three, or you could be level twenty nine, do a side that same side mission if you hadn't done it yet, and get a third of level twenty nine done. Even though it's probably like level three might take like twenty thousand to get to level four, versus level twenty nine is like four hundred thousand XP. But you've missed a skip as well, haven't you? Because you need to unlock that XP boost before you well, do. Well, that's true as well. So that 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 probably matters less but i still recommend people do that first as well yeah totally so like there's is doing what first? there's a perk uh, there's a perk um, line that you can buy that gives you uh, master, yeah, yeah. isn't it yeah yeah so the earlier you get those theoretically the more extra xp you're building up as you play yep those are the first five things yep. i yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> mid maxing is the name of the game for any of these so yeah it's because that's the thing it's like as as fun as everything leading up to 30 is it's like the game doesn't start until 30 i don't yeah. care about stats or gear or literally anything until i'm 30 it's like equip the best weapon i have right now that i enjoy using and roll with it yeah. that way yeah. it's like i'm not trying to mess with my build right now because there's just no reason for it and even once you hit 30 right now there's still no reason because level tier 5 isn't out yet yeah and that's not coming out till uh, whenever, the, whenever the title basin yeah, comes end out. of this week, I think World Tier Five comes out. I want to say, um, is it yeah, really? The, at least World Tier Five. I don't know if that includes anything else, but World Tier Five does, though. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, that's where you're gonna get your best gear. Yeah. It's like until you're there, there's no need to be trying to min max the actual gear. Yeah. I, but as far as getting up to thirty, yeah, I would. No reason not to min max. I would that. say, like you said, gear doesn't matter until you're basically aiming for until you're at that last World Tier, and then at that point, yeah, try to get whatever perks on whatever guns you want, which one last PSA thing I would say is that uh, when it comes to crafting in this game, go ahead and craft all the weapon attachments because once you craft them, they're unlocked for every gun that's done. Oh, that's so smart. But, it's so much better. But, yeah, I agree too, by the way. But don't bother crafting anything else because you're always going to find, just like Destiny, you're going to find a better gun as soon as you go out and do a new mission or level up. So don't waste those... Uh, uh, crafting materials on stuff when you're just going to get a better gun out in the environment. What do you guys uh, think of the um, cosmetic, the microtransactions with the cosmetics? Have you looked at them? Yeah, I I think that's about as fair a way as they could probably go and not make it gross, I guess, is the best way to say it. But has it enticed you to I, no. almost... Oh, there I, is... I, I almost bought one of the the uniforms, the the cami ones, 
and then there's the honor guard one. So I have that's the ASU Army their formal uniform. Mm-hmm. That is so uncomfortable to wear. I could not imagine <laughs> running Combat. around in the DC heat in that thing, full hat and everything. So you're just sparing your guy, not not getting him that yeah. one. That's <laughs> smart. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I might buy something eventually, but I have not been compelled thus far. Yeah. Oh, so. there was a cowboy one that I, I looked at with the <laughs> check. Oh Here we go. The, the checked red. I saw oh, that. Yeah. I should have known. I was I like, oh, shall I? And it's, uh, it's now brought me in to think about buying the season pass. Well, the season well. pass is technically free. I think the only thing the gold edition gave you was... Was it risky Early seven days early or something? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I picked up the gold I, edition, I, thinking that the season pass. I didn't do my homework. And I was like, oh, I'll just get this. I got the season pass last time, and then I saw that everything was free. Like, yeah, they yeah. they did not, and I don't know if this is just an Xbox or maybe it's the same on PlayStation or what. If you watched E3, you knew, but on the store itself, they did not make that very clear. I I agree. Why would they? Well. I, True. Make it as vague as True. possible so everybody buys it. Like <laughs> the whole bunch True. of bees around there. True. But uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah. I went back and looked at the wording, and I'm just like, yeah, they didn't make that as clear as they probably should have. I will say that's like the closest I've ever been to spending forty dollars for three days early access <laughs> for something. I was like, no, don't do it's it. The world you, we live in. You don't in. need to do this. It's just, uh, I was so close. Luckily, I had like stuff to do those three days, like. <laughs> in real life if i didn't or like had some days off duh, they would have got me st- it's 100%. too easy um as far as the microtransactions go though i think it's really cool that you can look like that outfit you're talking about chocolate if you wanted and you click into it you can buy the individual yeah. pieces oh, can which you? i think is yes so good so like if you just want that cowboy hat you can just buy the cowboy hat for a fraction of the price of the whole outfit. Yeah, I think they cut you like a small, quote-unquote, deal if you get like the entire outfit. The whole thing, but, yeah, But, sure. yeah, that actually is a really nice, well, I don't want to say nice, but it is a, a nice option they give you to buy an individual piece, yeah. Also, that's the stuff you can get in your cosmetic cases, though, because yeah. I was looking at the SWAT outfit, which I thought was sweet, and then Dan Pod pulled the SWAT shirt out of... Uh, crate so cool. oh. i want that swat helmet though i do want a like a helmet, SWAT yeah. helmet i want that dope. i'm gonna be rocking that Dude. cowboy hat my guy looks like straight up baseball yeah hat. my guy looks straight up like old michael douglas with a full beard that's one thing i'll say that kind of sucks is the lack of facial hair options it's like if you want a beard you get one type of beard so i hopped into a game with some friends and i was like oh we all look identical yeah. because we have the beard, and it makes us all look the same, no matter how we. I never understand that with us. games. Like, clearly, people want more customization, not less. And like, really, like, it's like, hey, do you want the handlebar mustache or a full-on like mountain man beard? Oh, cool. Okay. Well, there's no in between. Great. But there was. How tough is it to turn down the beard slider? Like, give me a something in between. Five o'clock shadow. Yeah. <laughs> give me like. Oh, there's so many options. But you can change your eyes. From one to oh, twenty. Oh, oh, yeah. You can you can exactly. increase the width of your eyes on both sides, like to every micro centimeter. But oh, but God. heaven forbid if we don't shave within two days, being out so in I DC. Was, I was looking for the stubble and I couldn't find one, and I was not rocking a handlebar mustache. Well, yeah, it's you? like you're either going full on comedy or you know you just got out of the out of the wilderness, yeah. basically. But I might buy the cowboy outfit and go handlebar <laughs> think, mustache now. I think it's definitely going to happen for you. It yep. is an improvement from the first one. I mean, there was like four face options in the first one. 
for what it's worth, I could see more facial options being a microtransaction later because not to get too this isn't spoilery but Uh, one guy yeah you get a guy that literally gives you a a, (laughs) they turn a room of the white house into basically a grooming station with a mirror (laughs) essentially maybe it'll be free salon (laughs) if if you will (laughs) it's like we weren't using this for anything else put up a mirror enjoy guys Uh, after a hard day out (laughs) on the streets come kick back sit in the chair Sir, this is for you. Let's wash your hair. After I bring in my bag of freaker ears, which I use for currency, I need to I need to clean myself up a little bit before I go to a to a more formal dining engagement. I don't know. It's 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 uh, all joking aside. That it, I have really enjoyed the game so far, though, for what it's worth. Like the 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 main missions have been really varied and actually really good. Like me and Risky was talking about. Like there's a natural uh, museum of natural history is really cool with the ideas and the stuff they they managed to do with that um i I guess i don't want to give it yeah i won't say anything because it is one of the first cooler parts of the game but they take a lot of liberty with the fact that oh this is a museum we can literally put you in certain time periods while you have these gunfights you know oh excellent so and there's like there's an air and space museum which is pretty cool um there's a lot of stuff like that to where like i said when they first announced dc i'm like Oh, that's going to be kind of whatever. And then I'm like, oh, I get I get why they thought this was a good idea now. So, Have you guys done the Dark Zone at all? I have quite a bit. I'm up to level 12 in the Dark Zone, I think. Damn, you're just crushing everybody. <laughs> well, I, for some reason, I never played the Dark Zone in the first game. In this game, I am all about going in there and just trying to wreck people. I, I have been soloing the Dark Zone. I'm Me only too. level 5. But uh, it has not changed. I'm still getting ganked by full squads of four. <laughs> well, so I'll show you some tactics I use later on to kind of make it a little bit more fair of a playing field. I tend to use uh, the, the AI mobs in there to my benefit when I'm taking on a larger squad. I usually try to drag those guys into a fight with the other live people, and then I just basically go in for the kill sometimes, essentially. Do you have to have set gear? To go into the dark, so I'm only no. level three. So is no. it worth me no. waiting to level up or just go straight in? Well, the first mission you will go in. It's a story mission, and you won't actually have to worry about other live people. Right. So they have you like they they call it like you scout out the DZ, and you have to do that for each of the three. And it, it is a setup mode to where you don't have to worry about other live people. But as soon as you complete that and you ha- and like you've basically mapped the DZ for other agents, they call it, then it's basically live, essentially. Okay. okay. Um, that has its own like rankings and stuff. Though, yeah, you right? get yeah. you ranking. get you get perks uh, from the DZ officer in the White House. You will get perks which uh, do stuff like twenty five percent more damage when you do certain kill mobs, or like there's different things like for each level, and I think it goes up to fifty. I want to say. Um, so if you're playing the dark zone, are you getting benefits out of the dark zone that work their way back into like the normal PVE stuff then? You're getting gear. Gear. I mean, and the nice thing about this versus the old game is you actually can get uncontaminated gear, which even if you die right then and there, you have, you own it. You don't have to extract it. So like that is nice. That is a change. So I wonder if we'll see certain like gear sets locked behind the dark zone or something. I like wouldn't that. be surprised at all if they did something like that. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. They'd give you an actual reason. Like if you're not a dark zone player, it would give you some reason to get in there and actually try some of it. Well, 
because the game scales, I actually can't wait for all four of us to get a crew going in the dark zone because, like, I've played it solo thus far and had a blast. I think it would be even more fun if you had a crew rolling in there. Right, but, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, they've made some smart changes to it, though. It's a lot like the first one, but like I said, the uncontaminated gear makes it to where if you're somebody like, like you know, like Chocolate said he's level 3 right now and he's worried about going in, he could theoretically go in and get a piece of gear, and even if he got ganked by some high-level guy, he would still have that gear if he got spawned out, you know. So it's better than it used to be, at least. So there's are there, Go ahead, Risky. Are there tiers to, like... I feel like in the old Dark Zone, there was, like, tier 1 at the bottom, tier 2, 3. Like, as you moved up north further in the city, it's like everything got harder. So, like, the higher-level players would be up there more is that really uh, a thing at all i segregated the dark zone didn't they so there I, was like in this game three spots. yeah i think that is the case i don't know what the cutoffs are though but i think that that is how it works yeah i i could be wrong i don't know i've only ever been in the first one so like i don't know if theoretically if i could go like to level one to 50 just playing in the first one or how that works actually but uh yeah it's I don't know. And it's got the whole aspect of, you know, you've got, like, computer outlets that you can hack or uh, chests that you can hack without a key. And if you do it, you go rogue and people can see you on the map, stuff like that. But it's, other than that, it's a lot like the first game, though. Yeah, so I was running to a landmark. I was going in there and doing my thing. All of a sudden, I see another group come up. I go, in my head, my first instinct is, great, people are going to help me out. <laughs> Immediately, they start shoot at me right in the face. I make it about 10 steps. I do a dive roll and then start crawling. And then <laughs> someone uh, <laughs> kills me. I reload in. Go. I go, okay, I'm going to go try and find them because I'm pissed. So I, <laughs> and it's cool because you see the helicopter actually going to the yeah. to, to the extraction zone. So last time it just kind of appeared. Um, you can see it going to the specific zone. So I follow them. I get there. I throw out both of my of my perks, and they just destroy me. All four of them. <laughs> so I was like, "Great, Dark Zone hasn't changed." <laughs> yeah, I, I would argue one versus four. That's that's almost a never going to come out in your favor on that one, probably. But what what I really liked was the aesthetically, it's very different. The Dark Zone's like way more overgrown, lush. Yeah, yeah. There's not as many just roads out there. It it just it looks different a lot more like back alleys and well i don't want to say a lot more because i guess the first one had a lot of back alleys too but like it, it does feel very i'm like you it feels different though in, in some way where it's not just the like i feel i feel new york it was just city blocks nothing else whereas this one's like here's like a park looking area here's like you know stuff like that's going on it's a little bit different that was a huge miss in the first division and maybe i didn't play long enough if they ever did this but what they needed to do was keep going north Central Park. and hit yep. Central Park, dude. It, Oh, my God. It made so much sense to make the map very... I thought for sure that was going to be like a raid or something in the first one. And it never happened. How do they... Oh, they were probably busy working on Division 2, but <laughs> yeah, still. To probably, yeah, probably, yeah. It's like with New York City, if you've ever been there, like that's all it is. It's a grid of streets and not much else going on. And when you put so, snow all over it and a lot of trash, it looks... Kind of samey, like the <laughs> yeah. same everywhere. Yeah, like you might see certain landmarks, like oh, that's cool, but that's just a small little area yeah. in this otherwise giant grid of concrete. So having the overgrown vegetation has really just 
like I said earlier, it makes it so much So this better. is from uh, VG247.com. It talks about the new Dark Zone rules. It says, upon entering the Dark Zone, all of your weapons and gears will be normalized to prevent extreme DPS builds or extreme survi- survivability builds from dominating. And this goes for AI mobs, too. And then it breaks it up into matchmaking brackets from 1 to 10, 11 to 20, 21 to 30. Okay, okay. That's cool. So, um, does it matter at all then the different zones? Does it say anything about that, or is there, what's the? The thing that I had heard is that it, two of them were normalized, and one of it, them was always not going to be normalized. Oh, and they were going to rotate. So okay. It says there's an occupied dark zone or occupied state in parentheses, and then that is where uh, there's going to be different events, and your gear will come into play. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So it's like when Destiny would have like their. Iron Banner, and it was like your light level did matter or whatever. Exactly. Okay. It yep. says also players will have no way of identifying regular agents from rogue agents. Oh. That'll be oh. interesting. So if they're rogue, they won't necessarily show up on the map maybe, I guess? Correct. At least that's what this says. In my eyes, if if you're in that... <laughs> everybody, that Everybody's part, like, rogue. Everything. <laughs> Look at the yeah, man to like... your left and right. They're both rogues. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, I feel like I probably heard that at one point and just forgot, probably. But yeah, that it's. But that that goes to show you how much. Uh, I I think it's being. Uh, you're starting to see articles talk about how like, oh, this this game has made me quit playing Destiny or, or you know, name your other or Anthem or whatever. But like, I feel like they've stuffed a lot of stuff in this game. But a lot of stuff that even the more minor stuff, like taking back control points and stuff. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but that whole control point system is way deeper than you might even realize as far as what goes on with it. So, okay, again, I'll probably mention something here, and you guys tell me if you know this yet. So, like, you can have control points out in the world. You guys know that you can replenish them, right, with with supplies? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, yep, exactly, Risky. (laughs) Um, So, like... So you, they have like a uh, a supply officer. So you can go up and you can give them water, food, or parts, basically. And if they're above fifty percent, most likely they will hold on to that uh, control point. Well, that's relative because every twenty four hours, or I don't know if even know if it's that long, but you can go back to the supply room and get free, possibly really good guns oh, out I of didn't that. Know that. So that's why you want to keep them uh, in that scenario. Well, it also goes the other way. So like. A lot of people don't realize that enemies, when they control a control point, if you click on the control point, you'll have red lines running out of that control point. And these will go to different activities in the zone, uh, propaganda, public assassination. Um, there's also um, supply points in the cities that will have a little food can or water bottle on them. And your guys in the settlements will try to try to do supply runs. Their guys will try to do supply runs. You can stop them. They're like, they'll, they'll have convoys show up. So the other cool thing is each of these little activities that have a red line to that control point will have a number beside it, plus one, plus two, something like that. If you do all like the plus one activities linking to that control point, it will cause that control point to be a level two control point. And it can go all the way up to level four. You actually, and if you do that, the enemies become harder, they get more beefy, stuff like that. Like, and I've done this so far to where if you go up to get a control point up to level three, the idea being that you've done all these side activities on that control point that they're more aware that you're coming and they're more alert. But if you do a level three control point, get it up to that level, and you beat it, you get a uh, rare uh, gun uh, 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 blueprint. So, like, there's a lot of deeper systems going on that, like, a lot of people overlook just because there's all these side activities. But, like, 
you know how you can go around. You can basically you can basically pull up the game and whatever control points you own that day, you can just fast travel to all of them and get all these supply rooms and get like a ton of crazy good guns potentially. So I did resupply one of the control points, and he mm. gave me a location of a named enemy, a bounty. Yep. See, they give you that as well, and that will give you like good gear. So there's a lot of stuff like that going on that other people would be like, oh, it's just these filler, small little side activities. But like there are more systems going on in the background than people probably think are going on that I actually appreciate that they've done with this game, you know. Well, the best part of this game is that they released it, and it's a finished game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it has an in-game, you mean? Yeah. (laughs) Maldo, that's so funny. As Doc was just going over all of that, in my head, I was like, man, how long was this in development? And then I looked it up, and it's like three-ish years because it was pretty much right after Division 1 had come out, and that was in March of 2016. So we're three years after that now, and then I look at Anthem, who had double the amount of time. Theoretically, yeah. <laughs> and it blows my mind how much content they squeezed into Division Two, and that's before having to even think about additional content coming down totally. the road. Yeah, this is just what showed up, not broken. By the way, I have I've run into maybe a couple bugs here and there, but not game breaking. Like yeah, yeah. But you think that's and the second game syndrome? You, you know, because Division One first launch, it didn't have, or it wasn't greatly received six months later, was it? It's only when they brought in the survival mode that it gave yeah. it a new, fresh well, lease of life. You could argue that D- Destiny 2 and Anthem had those previous games to learn from, though. You know, that like, oh, here's how the other people kind yeah. of messed yeah. up. Maybe right. we should flesh this out or something, you know? Yeah, no, no, good point, yeah. I think the division took all of the positive things from the division one and added to that for division two where destiny one, it got to a great place toward the end of its life cycle. And then when they went to division two, it was like they took three steps backwards or excuse me. D- destiny or, yeah, two. destiny two. Yeah. Are they, are they, yeah. Cause everybody's complaint was they made it super mainstream when they first launched destiny two, which, you know, I, We'll see, I guess, with Destiny 3, how much of that was Activision trying to make more money, but you never know. But, yeah, I, I can't say enough how, how stuff that normally in most games I would look at as just junk side activities have so much going on behind the scenes with how the systems work. Like, that alone has made me appreciate this game a lot more and ha- are just excited to see what comes next. And I haven't even gotten to the end game with World Tears, and, like, it's not a spoiler to say... Once you get to the end game, something happens to the entire world, and a new faction comes in, and you know stuff like that happens. But you know that's not even talking about raids. You know we're talking about World Tier Five. That's not even talking about the raid at the airport of the Pentagon that's coming. Um, it's yeah, it's it's just makes not only that, and you guys can speak to this too, but like. I don't think any of this would even matter if the gameplay didn't feel good. And when you're in firefights in the game, they feel really good. Yeah, dude. Like when you got like four guys going back and forth with M4s and all that stuff, it like in the sound with headphones and stuff. The, the, oh, the audio, yeah. the weapons—it's incredible. It, it feels like, like you're in a gunfight, and you're like, "This is wild!" <laughs> like, so they did lower the time to kill. At least it feels like a little bit. I would say for both us and the enemy as well. Yeah. And yeah, they made it at least with the armored enemies. There is a reason that I'm putting a full magazine into them. So I like that. 
And I like how they showed his armor pieces coming off and how you can hit those specific areas and actually do damage to his health now to where you're right. Like before it was like, oh, this is just super MMOE yeah. in Division One. He's just here's his health this, bar. This guy's in a hoodie and yeah. I just unloaded two hundred <laughs> yeah, rounds to he's, him. He's, yeah, he's in a he's in an Abercrombie and Fitch hoodie and man, he is not going down. Like that is really <laughs> that's a bulletproof hoodie, but but this is like, you know, you'll shoot an armored guy and he'll be like struggling and he'll pull off his like shoulder piece and like they've at least tried to put like the logic behind it now, yeah. you know, so and I appreciate that. The chargers that run at you with the batons, uh, if you shoot them in the face, their headgear falls off or the, the helmet breaks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the one thing that frustrates me in the game is the guys who run straight at you with their baton. The rushers. Oh, make you, make yeah. you nervous knowing when they get up so, close. So shotguns. <laughs> The yeah, shotgun, shotguns are yeah. terrible at any sort of distance. Like, if they're more than 15 feet away, they're not going to do anything. But when they get real up close to you, it destroys any of those people. Yeah, totally. They also destroy you when they're rushing you. Yeah. <laughs> and they do rush you. Oh, yeah. Flank and left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, everybody look to the left. There's hey, guys, I, I think he's going this. left, turns out. <laughs> yeah. Now, overall, it's it's really good. I the only reason I initially said Division One point five or two is just because the core game and like gameplay, I think you're just back to Division yeah. One. But that's okay because that wasn't an issue with Division One. Like yeah. just playing the game was the most fun you had in Division One. So and all the stuff around it wasn't as I don't know, wasn't as good. And this time around, all of that stuff, all the padding, all of the missions, all the things you can be doing around the map all feel like you're doing them for a reason. And they all give quality rewards, it seems like, so far. Oh, which, by the way, let's talk about how, like, every nook and cranny in this game has has loot in it, basically. Yeah. Like, it was, I watched a, it was like a top ten tips video, and one of the, one that someone had made, one of the tips was don't fast travel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just pretty much. The amount of stuff you can pick up just on the way, like huh. it's just kind of I funny. Think it your... just goes to show how much stuff there is to do. Sorry, I was gonna say I think in the first first mission or second mission, there's a um, there's a lockbox, isn't there? But you need a key to unlock to go and unlock it. A hyena yeah, key, probably. That's the one. What you ran into. Yep. So what happened for me is I, I ran into that chest playing that first mission. Or a, I think there was two of them there that I saw. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know what that is. Maybe I'll get it later. And then like a few hours down the road, I did get it. Um, and then ended up having to replay the mission with Waterloo later that, or like, I don't know, a few days later or something. So I had that key and I was actually able to open it up. Um, and it dropped me stuff that was higher than the level I was at, which I hadn't seen up to that point really. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, just now getting to the point at level 18 to where I'm seeing pretty much base level blues, mostly purples, and I've just now had two golds drop just now recently. So I think once you get to like level 20 is when you start getting in that range of like that type of gear. At 11, I'm, I'm starting to get my first yeah, purples. purples. It's so exciting. Yeah. It gets weird, though, because it's also got that MMO feel of like you'll get your first purple and then the next level you'll get a blue that just knocks out of the water and you're like, oh, okay, well, 100%. that feeling is now went away. <laughs> <laughs> like... Well, so the only difference between the colors, I think, is the perks, right? Literally, yeah. The, but, yeah, the higher the level, the more exactly, perks. Exactly, yeah. In my experience, sometimes, like, I've rolled a blue that it's one perk is better than some of the, like, two totally. perks that show up on a purple yeah. or something like that. So you really need to look at your gear and what's going on. Um, 
I call it. Well, like I said earlier, you don't really need to do any of that. It's the long division. <laughs> for another 20 hours. The other thing that I can't wait for the end game is how, when you look at how many perks can be on different, like, like your freaking, like, specializations have, like, half of those gadgets have, like, four perk spots on them, or four mod slots. Just noticed that. Yeah, like, this game is going to have so many different, like, this game is going to have MMO levels of, like, builds for, like, different styles of gameplays. It's going to be crazy, like, if you look at all the different mods you can put on all the different pieces of equipment you have. Um, like, I hate to be that, you know, where it's going to be like, oh, get out the spreadsheet, but, like, the people that are into that are going to have a <laughs> field day with this game. They are, this is, like, their dream come true. So, b- before, uh, I did get into the conflict mode, and I liked it way better than the PvP in Division 1. Um, it was fast-paced, since the time to kill was a lot quicker, and shotguns were just destroying. Yeah, that's the thing I picked up real quick on that, too. <laughs> and I got about, I think I played a handful of rounds, and I think I had, like, ten... Um, caches after. Oh dang, that's a lot. Okay, I might be playing that, <laughs> that more because like I kind of just left that mode behind. But so <laughs> it only gives you your level. That's the only thing. Okay, so I mean, still once I mean, you're level thirty, yeah. like yeah, yeah, that could potentially that be like awesome. Loot yeah, cave. That's a lot of loot. See, yeah, exactly. the other cool thing I've I've kind of just went ahead and looked at some of how this stuff is going to work about like so basically this game also has the destiny effect of. Uh, what do they call it in Destiny when you melded another gun into another one to up its uh, infused? Infused, yeah. This game has that in a in a cooler way of like so the way it'll work is like you have to get say like you have a gun that you really like and you want it to have a different perk on it. You have to infuse that same type of gun into that gun that has that perk, but you're also guaranteed it will get that perk. So they don't make you just like spend hours and hours randomly rolling these like infusion things just to get a perk when you can specifically pick one like it costs a lot but at least I, I think that is about the best way you could do that system to where you're not just like saving up all these components and just rolling 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 till you get like a god tier you know you can pretty much be like okay I finally found this extra piece of, of weapon it has this perk I want I'm going to infuse it in the gun I already have that I like so that's kind of how all that works as well it's an awesome system um, all right, I'm going to force the Division 2 talk to end since we are going on an hour now. <laughs> um, the last thing I will add is that we do have a cross-Atlantic gaming clan on the Division 2. Uh, if you'd like to join that, I think there's 50 spots total, um, and it's filling up pretty quick here in the first few days. Yeah. Few days. Um, but the name of the clan, if you want to search for it, is CAG Agents. Uh, that's all one word. So C A G, agents. Um, so if you search for that in the clan system and just send an invite, I think everybody pretty much that we've brought into this point is a lieutenant. So, so we have, <laughs> we have plenty of lieutenants. We have a lot right of now. empty platoons with just lieutenants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So everybody can accept those uh, invites. Just save uh, a spot uh, for so. me. Oh, oh, we will, and trust me, we need all we can get because I don't know if you guys have looked at the weeklies and what you got to do to unlock them, but man, it is a lot. Yeah, it is going to be tough. (laughs) Which I mean, that's it's cool. I like that. There's a reason. Yeah, something to strive for for sure. Definitely, uh, come join the clan. I've been trying to join the Cross Atlantic (laughs) Gaming Clan. Every time I go to the lady, uh, and I pull up the menu to search, it shuts down, and then I'm kind of stuck in this blank screen where I just see my agent 
in like a darkness around. There's, bu- there's some huh. bugs they got to work out. <laughs> I mean, if, if that's the only thing right now, I'm I'm totally okay with it. Just unplug your Xbox, plug it back in, you'll be fine. Eventually. Uh, all I have to do is hit the map button and it'll pull me back out. But I have yet. I was told Moose invited me. As about to say, I think you have yeah, an active invite. Yeah. Easier. I would say we, we can see the invites too. So you definitely have one sitting there. You just can't click yeah. on it. So that's fun. But that's the first one we've seen that happen to. So unlucky. Um, all right. That's what we've been playing this week. But this week is also a Game Pass Roulette week. Woo! So <laughs> let's get into some Game Pass Roulette. All right, so this week's game, these past two weeks' game, was Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic uh, and Knuckles. Sonic and Knuckles. I lie. See, I don't even know. <laughs> Forget this it's game. okay. It's not fun either way. <laughs> A wise man named Doc once told me that Game Pass is the best value in gaming. <laughs> and judging by our Game Pass roulette selections, random selections so far, we have had... Hello, neighbor, and Sonic and Knuckles. Woof, Doc, you've played the most of Sonic and Knuckles, uh, and good for you, I guess. Yeah. Um, just give us your thoughts on it's, it. I never liked Sonic back in the day, and this didn't <laughs> change my mind. Uh, it, it's game. It's got a very unique gameplay to it, where you, obviously you're going as fast as you can. You're collecting uh, little rings and. It's all, you know, back in the day, supposedly Sega's big ad campaign was like, Sonic, he's got this attitude, you know, they're going up against Nintendo and Mario, and like, you know, it was such a big deal, like, if you left your controller still, Sonic would tap his foot, and he would jump off the screen randomly, like, you know, it's like (laughs) Sega was doing this big attitude thing back in the 90s, and it's like, yeah, but it's like, nothing about the gameplay, it never feels good to me when I'm playing it, like, I never feel like I, I am in control enough to where I'm not just getting randomly, I'm hitting stuff randomly, or just... I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't feel good to me. Um, I got to, like, this industrial area, like, factory-like area. I don't know if it's, like, two or three levels in, but uh, I, I pretty much saw how the gameplay loop was going, and I'm like, yeah, I still don't like it. So I... That's, like, it was funny. The most fun I had in this game is when I got to the first boss stage, the, the wood chopper yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, and I was playing as Knuckles, which actually got 10 gamer score for playing as both <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles. So that only took about... 10 seconds if you want Worth that quick, it. easy Chivo. Um, but with the way the music was going, if I was hitting down on my D-pad and Knuckles would duck down and then I'd let go, he'd pop up, obviously. So I just had him going up and down to the beat of the music <laughs> and I nice. sat there laughing for a solid 30 seconds or so. And I was like, man, this is so much fun not doing anything, just watching this. And then that was the fun I had. I don't know how this was ever supposed to compete with what was coming out on Nintendo yeah, at the I, same time. I don't time. think it did. Like, hoy boy. It was a hot pile of garbage. It was really bad, this. And that, I don't know if it's, it's, I mean, it's probably my fault for expecting it to look better than it did, but this game looks pretty bad for, like, it's obviously yeah. a port of the, th- it was, was it a, th- 360 game? Uh, this was, a, was this version yeah, of it, it was, was like a... I guess ported to... Or was this an original 360 or ported to 360? I don't even know. I, Either I guess way. It doesn't look Probably great. ported from the Saturn. I have no idea, but... And what really sucks is when you lose your momentum when you're running as Sonic, and then you're just kind of... <sighs> uh, like Sonic, when he's not balled up 
and going as fast as he can across the screen. Like, watching that stuff is fun when he's going through loops and all of this stuff and, like, hits little bouncy springboard things and goes flying. Like, that's all cool. And then as soon as the momentum stops and I have to do something, like walk around or jump or, like, regain my momentum or do, well, really anything, it's just kind of like... There's so many better things I could yeah. be doing right now, but I need to play this for at least a little while. The way he controls so. without the, like you said, momentum is kind of garbage with how he's got almost a oh, weight. He's so got bad. like a weight to him, I guess you could call it. And it's just not good. Yeah. It's not good at all. It's not tight controls at all. Yeah. It doesn't uh, translate well onto the controller, I don't think. Or using yeah. your sticks. I uh, I should have gone to the D-pad, but it, it was dreadful. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine doing the the joysticks with this yeah no. yeah i kept dropping out of it every loop i was either not getting enough momentum or yep. i just let go of the stick and it just dropped down so that's what i spent like 50 percent of my time doing was not having enough speed to get around loops <laughs> <laughs> and having to run back up a hill to speed up and try to go back the whole time just repeating to yourself this is fun this is fun this is fun i'm glad I'm i sure passed it... on this one i'm sorry yeah good yeah. choice yeah hopefully we get a good one this time around. But i'm sure it was it was there was some fun in it when I was a kid. Just I, I, I don't. There's no nostalgia. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, they re-released that fan-made one that Sega that Sega published that everybody loved, but I went and played it, and I'm like, yeah, I still don't like this. Like, I, and it got a lot of praise from a lot of outlets. You know, I, I forgot was it literally just called uh, like I don't even know what it was called, but it came out uh, last year, I think. It was the one that a fan had made, and then Sega ended up publishing, and it was like a throwback to the old one, like the first, like one and two, I guess. But oh. it's on Switch and Xbox and PlayStation. But like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that one's good either. But maybe I don't. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I just don't get it because there are like obviously there are diehard Sega fans out there that love it. But I don't know. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's go around here and. Uh... Doc, was Sonic and Knuckles a hit or a miss for you? Miss. Chocolate. Sorry, miss. <laughs> and, yeah. Mod so a literal miss. Definitely a miss for me. <laughs> Just missed it completely. Didn't even, it didn't even load up on his <laughs> So far, we've hit a Game Pass rut of quantity, like, not quality. I feel like yeah. I won out of uh, all three of us, or four of us. Yes. 100% you did. Without a doubt. All right, well, with that being said, let us go over to our little RNG button here and see what game is going to be up next for Game Pass Roulette. Got the names of all three bajillion Xbox Game Pass games loaded up. I get up. way too excited for this. All right, it's here we Sonic. go. Don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay, Scream Ride. Okay. All right. Okay. For Xbox One. Yeah. Is that so? It's is that like the roller coaster yeah, game where you try to make it crash a roller coaster? It, it's definitely like the uh, roller coaster tycoon style thing. Yeah. That I've never I've never checked it out. It might be good. Okay. All right, I'm gonna quickly downloading. Everybody, download it now. I was trying to look for a brief synopsis of what this game was, but. Some things are easier done than others. Um, all right, so your game for the next two weeks of Game Pass Roulette is going to be Scream Ride. 
So um, you can head on over to Discord. Actually, which we didn't really talk about that. No one really had anything to say about Sonic and Knuckles because I don't think anyone really <laughs> There's a reason. cared to play yeah, Sonic and I Knuckles. Got- and really, that channel just turned into what it's devolved into the last Yeah, it's it still weeks. had a hangover from the uh, Hello Neighbor uh, topic of choice. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm thinking this might be a good one. Yeah. It It's at least a... It sounds fun. We should clear the chat first and then uh, relaunch the chat. Yeah, we'll definitely clear the chat. Uh, What I was trying to get at, though, was head on over to Discord. The link for that is in the show notes. We have a channel dedicated to Game Pass Roulette. And if you have thoughts, questions, whatever, uh, for the game, just post them there and we'll get to them on the show. We haven't had the luxury of doing that yet because that. It's just been a trash fire of a channel. I just went on the channel and there is a at chocolate. Here's the video. And it's <laughs> a weird yeah. onesie oh, this... with a bear. Oh, oh yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, harkening yeah. back to a previous conversation, yeah. <sighs> okay. That's a, a great channel. He's not a nice Like we bear. said last week, Chocolate's brand temporarily took a hit in that channel, <laughs> so we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I'm still suffering now. All right. <laughs> so tune into that stuff. Uh, all right, let's keep this show moving. <laughs> Next up, we've got some news. All right, Doc, what is in the news this week? Okay, first up, uh, we had talked about this uh, before in a leak, and I guess we were getting more of an official announcement from Xbox or Microsoft. Uh, They announced Xbox Live for any iOS and Android game officially. Um, It is a new platform, SDK, uh, just software development kit, for game developers to bring Xbox Live functionality to run on iOS and Android with Xbox Live uh, features like achievements, gamer score, it said hero stats. Um, I was not familiar with that. Uh, friends list, clubs, and even uh, some family settings that are available on iOS and Android already. So this is just the official announcement um, from Microsoft that it is out there, and anybody that wishes to utilize it, 100% can at this point. So we'll see if uh, developers, you know, start utilizing this. Uh, I really hope there's a vetting process <laughs> for what games have like achievements enabled. I feel like there's going to be some garbage ones, <laughs> real mad achievement hunters. Like, I don't know, like th- getting a thousand gamer score in some of these mobile games. It'll probably take people like an hour. See, that's the question I have I because I think they officially standardized that. Right, every game that has achievements has a thousand. Right. I believe so. I think well, that's standard now, right? Do we, if not more yeah. from DLC, yeah, if, if you, not more. No, there's a few games out there. I, I just listened to the guys at uh, Real Game School, and there's a couple of games out there that have a thousand and well, one game that has specifically one thousand and forty-eight gamer score, and that's just one title, no DLC. So yeah, that's weird. I, yeah. I feel like that shouldn't. Yeah, be but I'm like you though. I mean, like, does this does this mean like any random free-to-play game can just be like? Hey, we we ins- we got the SDK. We attached all the Xbox Live, you know, hooks onto it. Here you go. Like, well, right. go deeper onto that. Will they then tie in some achievements to microtransactions? Oh, behind. Oh, I don't think so. I, be- I bet you Microsoft probably has a mandate on that. If I had to guess, there are. S- I also guarantee there's some type of reporting tool or something like if actual consumers run into issues like that that you should be able to get those games taken down quick yeah. or at least possibly they have there to already some games with achievement scores or achievements yeah yeah there is there's a uh, like minecraft uh, minecraft uh, there was a um, uh, age of empires uh, had one yeah. 
Yeah, solitaire. Wordament. Yeah, wordament. There's there's a few. So it's, yeah. we're just gonna be seeing more of those then, is what it sounds like. Yeah. Then. Yeah. That's kind of pretty Which, sure the solitaire one has a play every day for one year achievement. Oh jeez. <laughs> I can look That's at a good one. that right now. That would be sure. the saddest thing ever if I looked back on my life and that was one of the things I could say I accomplished. I did it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, I think the more games that do this, the better. I think the whole achievement thing's a little weird, and part of me has to think that for people like Real Gamer Score, this has to almost, in a way, almost be borderline nightmare if you're trying to compete with other people, because, like you were saying, this could almost open up the floodgate for stuff, but... And actually, for any of you RGS guys out there listening, um, shoot us a message in Discord. I'd actually, I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are yeah. on uh, a bunch of weird mobile games having achievements in them. Because it's, I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, EA reportedly, uh, this is per uh, Reuters uh, article, that... EA paid Ninja $1 million to stream Apex Legends. Uh, via a report by Reuters, uh, publisher EA paid Ninja $1 million to play Apex and tweet about it the day after the game launched on February 4th. That's how you know your game's not good, huh, Maldo? <laughs> Gotta pay someone $1 million to tweet about it? <laughs> pay me 50 bucks, right? I'll play it. <laughs> you heard it here first the poor man's ninja right here uh that's crazy so it's not confirmed or anything it's not but, no but epic, please dm me i have a following of about four <laughs> epic you haven't replied to my thousand emails i sent uh please get back to me but i think on ninja's stream or on his youtube channel he mentioned that he every time he plays apex he does put this is a sponsored video i think the only thing that's not Actually, well, they, they don't divulge the how the much they're getting paid. Yeah, yeah. Th that's the only bit. Which, it, it sounds like, I, I had heard some other streamers talk about this at one point on a podcast, where it sounds like the way most of those deals work is that they 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 pay a streamer a flat rate to do a, a time window of when to stream the game. They have to say that this is sponsored, yada, yada, yada. And then they get a bonus commission on top of that for how many viewers and how many viewers per, like, that hour they had, essentially. So, like, they have, they said there's the thing where, like, if you had 10,000 viewers for this long, you got this bonus. If you had 20,000 for this long, you get this bonus. So, I think that's how some of those deals work. So, that could be his commission as well, potentially. It could, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, or, or that could be the base pay. Who knows? I yeah. mean, um, but either way, it's uh, it shows how we messed up on our career choices and... Ninja didn't, so. Um, but yeah, uh, way I to go, Ninja. I he's not playing that uh, wolf bomber U-boat game. <laughs> you know what, Chocolate? F you. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Low blow. I don't even know if I should feel offended by that. You're right. He shouldn't be playing that trash game. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection coming to PC. Uh, I don't want to really say I predicted this because I feel like everything was leading up to this for a while now. Um, the more interesting points to establish for this is that it is getting a pretty thorough treatment in terms of their dedication to this. So I think it's fair to say that after how the Master Chief Collection debuted on Xbox, they had a lot of pressure to get this version of the game right. Um, so it's got all the bells and whistles. It's got FOV sliders. It works on those really wide monitors. It sounds like this has everything you would ever want in a modern PC game, essentially. Um... 
what's interesting is this isn't coming out as a full package. Uh, it is getting a staggered release per game, and it is going in chronological order. So the reason that is pretty interesting news is because that means Reach is getting the Master Chief Collection treatment for Xbox and PC. So if you're already on Master Chief Collection, you're going to get this for free. Um, it is getting 4K 60 FPS upgrades, which for anybody that's played the 360 version, it's hasn't aged super well in the graphics, so it, it kind of needed that. Um, the other wild part about this story is it is not only coming to Xbox and Windows Store, but it is also coming to Steam as well. Um, which to me sounds like they're wanting as many people to get their hands on the Master Chief Collection as possible before Halo Infinite comes out. Um, what do you guys think about this? I know, I, I want to say Risk and Chocolate, this probably doesn't really matter, you know, as far as being on the PC and stuff, but, uh, I don't know, did the Reach, uh, news, did, what did you think about that? Go on, Risky. I do... I've never been a Halo fan. This is well, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's tough. It's tough for me to care too much. Uh, yeah, be invested or care too much, and I don't. I couldn't tell you why. To be honest, I've tried playing through the Halo games multiple times, and I just I don't know. I feel like a jerk. <laughs> Did you totally miss out on Halo back in the day on OG Xbox? Uh, Halo, no. So, so that was it. I didn't have an OG Xbox though. So my only time i had played it was at a friend's house who had it and we and we like co-opted that and there was a lot of fun within that but as i grew up i guess and the newer halos came out i i don't know i remember playing a lot of blood gulch with sniper <laughs> rifles and that was fun uh but i don't know just not not for me like my the, my favorite one that i actually went all the way through was the one where you weren't even master chief was it so that was in two. You got to play as the Arbiter a lot. Then five, you got to play as Locke a lot. No, what's the one that, that wasn't even? Oh, Reach, Reach, one. literally Reach. Oh, yeah. Reach or yes, ODST. Yes, yes, yes. That one also ODST. It wasn't ODST. It was definitely okay. Reach. Yeah. Like I liked having the different multiple characters and stuff. Was cool. Not just Master Chief to me is just kind of boring. Well, so so you're getting Reach in 4K 60 FPS. So that's good. You're pissing off cool. so many. I'll people. I'll take it. Dude, I know. <laughs> Mala's like hate mail headed your way. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> at Risky the Kid. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to be at Chocolate Bear 80. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, this so is that's, good. Yeah, this exactly. Yeah. What, what, do, what do you think, Chocolate, as far as like uh, getting... I mean, like I said, if you own Game Pass, you're getting reached for free. So, so I think, um, as you say, because the, what the new Halo is coming out what, next year... Yeah, I, I definitely get the idea the Steam announcement was, was their way of saying, like, we want as many people as possible to that want to play Halo to be able to play Halo before that yeah, comes out. Well, yeah, and also kind of give it to to the to the newer audience. But also, it, I suppose it's their biggest title to kind of say, okay, PC, we are going to dedicate so many more games to PC and not yep. just be ported and, you know, half-assed attempt. So yep. that I think... Go back two steps. This is pushing Xbox Live again. This is pushing Game Pass. That even though you're not buying an Xbox, they're still trying to push you into the ecosystem of Xbox, which See, is that... a kind of a clever strategy longer term because you don't think about the two steps back. You just think, oh wow, this game's coming out. Does that make See, sense? And that's an interesting point you made because even if you buy this on Steam, you'll still have to make an Xbox Live account to play. So that's that's those people whether they ever plan to make another purchase on Xbox or not, you're getting them with an Xbox Live account. So, um, yep. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's uh, – I, I, again, this was rumored to be happening for a while. Um, it finally happened. So, um, you know, nothing – Nothing that we weren't expecting. I think the I think the more interesting part of this is that along with this rumor is that Microsoft is very close to potentially announcing Game Pass for the PC, and we don't know what that means or if that means all the Xbox games are going to magically work on the new DirectX 12 or what. But you know maybe we'll have more to say about that in the future. But um, anyways, moving on. Um, I feel bad that Chaotic uh, wasn't here for this one, but. Um, <laughs> Borderlands 3 revealed potentially, I say potentially, uh, March 28th at, I believe this is PAX East. Is that correct, Risky? Yeah, buddy. PAX East panel. Um, you'll get to see, uh, uh, what's his name, put on a magic show. It'll be great. Um, let us know how that panel goes. Uh, <laughs> I, I forgot yep. the guy's name now, of all people. I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, shoots. Uh, Randy Pitchford. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, so Randy Pitcher will be there with some other Gearbox people. Um, the reason I say this is almost certainly Borderlands 3 is because this was a post on the Gearbox official Twitter account which showed a, you you could say a Pandora-inspired rundown exit sign um, that had a 3 on it and an exit number, and it was kind of alluding to Boston, but again, the aesthetic of the sign and everything looked very Borderlands. Um it, the sign said Massachusetts on it. I think. Yeah, I think I, I, I think Boston? it actually uh, it might have said Massachusetts, but it was alluding to I think it was alluding to PAX East though. Yeah, because um, it said twenty eight. Yeah. On the yeah, sign, and then I think it so. had like I think it just had like a three spray painted on it or something maybe or yeah, there might something be. I don't know. But um, and again, I, Gearbox and Randy Pitchers, Randy Pitchford specifically has uh, has teased forever. I mean, I remember last year before E three, we were talking about how he was literally out there talking to reporters being like yeah we're working on borderlands 3 it's coming out eventually like so i guess this is finally probably going to be that announcement and uh judging by the news that it happened more recently they probably want some of this news out there to replace that news maybe so uh i don't know you guys ready for i know we talked about it last week but you guys ready for borderlands 3 and what what are your hopes and dreams for borderlands 3 just more borderlands that's all that and Claptrap. Oh, I miss <laughs> yeah, that true. little guy. I miss that guy. One of the better NPC yeah. characters in a while, yeah. Just more looting and shooting. I just don't want it to be like uh, games as a service. I think that's the big question, yeah. Which, we, yeah, we talked about that last week. And I don't, I mean, Chaotic was pretty set on, like, there's no way it would be that. But it does fit yeah. perfectly into it was like the, that the model. It inspired them, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, so we'll see. Are you going to PAX East, Risky, by the way? Yeah, I'll be okay. there. And I bet you, I didn't even think to try to look if I could get tickets to the panel. <laughs> I would guarantee I, they're I, definitely I gone, will be so. highly disappointed if you don't have a selfie with, uh, with, uh, with Randy. Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try my <laughs> best. Um, I do think it's cool that, it, like, a seeing a major game announcement come out of PAX yeah. is pretty rare, I feel like. So them doing it there rather than... E3 in a few months or something, or whenever. Literally, you could just drop it on YouTube this Tuesday, <laughs> and it'll be just as successful as dropping it at any type of conference. A la Apex, so. literally. Well, you know? just, exactly. Just release so. it. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. that It's dropping on the 28th, everybody. You heard it here I mean, That's first. something I didn't think about, Risky. You make a good point, is that this is maybe one step closer to the proof that we E3 E3. is not E3 anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for uh, sure. But anyways, um, 
Moving on, Left 4 Dead creator Turtle Rock is announcing a new co-op zombie shooter, Back for Blood. This is the studio that developed the original Left 4 Dead, uh, and since Valve has what seems like zero interest in making a Left 4 Dead 3, uh, they're developing what sounds like to be a spiritual sequel, Back for Blood, described as a cooperative shooter against hordes of zombie, which sounds like Left 4 Dead. Um, however, Turtle Rock did stress that this game is not, at least in an at least in an official capacity, Left 4 Dead 3. However, they went on to say that it will play a lot like it, but it's got its own unique systems and themes uh, going on. So, uh, whatever that will mean, it's got their own twist on the on that specific genre, I guess. Um, what do you guys think about this? And part of me, real quick, just wants to say that I guess if there was a a developer making a, a Left 4 Dead spiritual successor, it probably should be the team that made the first two. So, yeah, what do you guys think? You guys ready for a, another Left 4 Dead? I want Maldo's thoughts. I never played Left 4 Dead, so <gasps> All right, I don't <laughs> want Maldo's thoughts. Another I lied. <laughs> Chocolate, how about you? I had great fun with Left 4 Dead, so I, Same. I'm yeah. looking Same. forward to and kind of interested on how they're going to just you know, put their own spin on this. I don't even know if they need to, or I care that they do. Just a, I'm picturing Left 4 Dead 2 with just better graphics, and I'm pretty excited. Yeah, that was it was such a great co-op game, really. I mean... Uh, the, the amount of fun you could have. Um, yeah, it was unreal, and then getting battered by... I can't even think what it was. The, oh, they the had, like, the big berserker. hulking berserker. Yeah. yeah, they had the... Oh. Of course, they had the witch that was crying, and you didn't want to, like... You want to sneak oh, past her? Oh, she was the yeah. worst. You could hear her like sobbing yeah. or like moaning, yeah. like a few doors over. And you're like, nope, it's nope, like nope. okay, every, everybody be way. quiet. And you way. had the guy on your team being like, "Oh, I saw some shotgun." It's yeah. like, "Oh, dude, Steve, you idiot!" <laughs> and now we're all. <laughs> and now dead. we're <laughs> Do you think that it will translate well? I mean, how long has it been since we've had Left 4 Dead? I would. How long has it been since we've even had a game really similar to that, too? Really? Well, yeah, games have changed, haven't they? And that. Yeah. I don't know. I, oh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they put any RPG elements in this, because I think something that made the original Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 fun is that there was none of those RPG elements. You just got in, there was like only like, what, six, seven guns of that? Um, yeah. And yeah, you just. It was just about playing co op with your Picked friends. Picked a character and. I, yeah, that's one. I guess I could see that this one having way more fleshed out RPG systems, yeah. uh, which I like upgrade fine. your gun or you know stuff like that maybe. But right, and, yeah, I don't know. It could be awesome. Uh, Left 4 Dead 2 was a decade ago though. Oh wow, so, like, I feel 2009. Old. Yeah, it's crazy. Jeez. Okay. Definitely keep an eye on this stuff. Yeah. Sounds like excited. Maybe we'll see more at uh, at uh, E3. That big, big, big gaming show that happens every year. That's super <laughs> relevant. Um, moving on. No Man's Sky Beyond coming summer 2019. Um, so the guys at Hello Games are working on making more free content. Um, this one uh, will contain three major updates rolled into one larger free release, uh, keeping in, in with the theme of everything being free. Uh, the first component of Beyond will be uh, that was announced uh, is going to be No Man's Sky Online. No Man's Sky Online includes a radical new social and multiplayer experience which empowers players everywhere in the universe to meet and play together. Whilst this brings people together like never before and has many 
Recognizable online elements, we don't consider this to be an MMO. It won't require a subscription, won't contain microtransactions, and will be free for all existing players. So how much of this is true? Because last time Sean Murray told me I was going <laughs> multiplayer, it, it wasn't very true. <laughs> I, think, I think they are still... I, for what it's worth, I think he is still reeling from that today because I think most other publishers wouldn't stress so hard that this is, hey, this is definitely free. Hey, this is definitely not got microtransactions. Please love us. Please don't hate us. Feels so bad. Yeah. Um, like, Just <laughs> kidding. Last time. This time's for real. Which, for what it's worth, they've added a lot of updates. We've talked about them over the last yeah, year, and, and it's it's a much better game. I would argue just when it released finally on Xbox, it was in a much better place, you know. Oh, yeah. um, but um, that, and it is worth saying that he did note at the end of this article that this is the most ambitious chapter they've added so far. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what this is. Uh, right now, you, currently, you can actually meet up with other players. Um, I think the problem most of us have when we got into it initially was that there wasn't much reason to, and it sounds like this is filling in those blanks. So, I don't know. I, I've still never gotten back into it. I feel like that's a game I should want to play and, and love to play, but it doesn't keep me playing it. I don't know if that's the best way to say it, but... Yeah, you gotta sync subs from fourteen forty two or whatever. Yeah, it, it I, yeah. That's how time works. There's I mean, definitely you know. subs in fourteen forty two. I mean, you know, I gotta learn so. how the ballast work on the uh, submarine and <laughs> then I gotta listen to the hydrophone for the uh you know, for the for the cross you know, the ships. And then I gotta look at and then you have then to I have simulate to, oh, World oh, War even II better guys, I have to look at battles. a manual and I have to look and see what type of deck it has and then what type I of smoke so stack much. so Yo. I can tell which which liner it is. Doc, and that whenever, will give me all the coordinates. Whenever you want to play one of those games, just <laughs> call me. <laughs> oh, I got one better. I'm probably gonna be streaming it eventually, so oh, you think we got you think we're getting low viewership now? Well, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> All right, moving on. Those unfollows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually goes negative. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, so uh, this is a game that got, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Remedies uh, Control. Did that get teased two E3s ago, maybe, or last E3, was it? It was either okay. last one. Um, so they have come out and said that that is getting released this summer for Xbox, PC, and PS4. Uh, I couldn't find anything about the Switch. I'm assuming that's a no on the Switch. Um, they went on to kind of specify more what this game is in detail. Um, Quantum Break 2? It looked a lot like basically that, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it looked like if you combined uh, Alan Wake and Quantum Break together, which this is the studio that made those oh, games. Um, that sounds so good. Yeah. Which, who doesn't want another Alan Wake? That was such a good game. Um, mm -hmm. Anyways, in Control, you play as a young woman named Jess, Jesse Faden. Uh, Courtney Hope is the actor, voice actor playing her. As you attempt to find actress. answers, actress, sorry, uh, as you attempt to find answers to supernatural happenings that have occurred uh, through your whole life, with impressive dimension-bending abilities at your disposal, you take down an outer-worldly threat as you explore a ever-shifting environment. And of course, the teaser they gave at E3 was like the rooms were molding and changing around you. Your gun was molding and changing that you had. It looked wild. So, yeah, they said that there's you're gonna get one gun in this game. And that was yeah, it. which makes so. me think that that gun will change into a bunch exactly. of different guns. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, skill tree. Um, uh. did, do you remember this teaser from E3 uh, Chocolate? Or I cannot remember. I think it was at the. I want to say it was at the Sony's. Which, if you don't remember the it, Sony's it press, Sony. I don't blame you. But 
And that's why I was so confused because I was like, oh, what? Like, we had Quantum Break, but now they're getting control. And at that point, I thought it was just going to be. I think a lot of people did. For PlayStation. Yeah. But no, it's um, it's everywhere. But uh, what about you, Maldo? Did you, any, have you played Alan Wake or, or yes. uh, Quantum Break? So I did play Alan Wake when it was back in Pat. Um, I'm excited. I liked Quantum Break a lot. Um, Me too, mind, actually. Yeah. I didn't mind the, the TV show. Um, nope. But I know it didn't it do fine. well like critically or reviews. So, nope. <laughs> it happens. I mean, it looks the same. I mean, it's going to be more of what Quantum Break was. So I'm excited. Yeah. And it looks like we'll be getting it a lot quicker than maybe I was anticipating. So we'll see. And I love this trend. I hope it keeps happening. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The announcements and quick releases. Oh, look at all great. these cool games that I wasn't expecting to play. Great. Um, moving on, uh, Hunt Showdown is coming to Xbox One Game Preview uh, in spring of this year. That is the um, the game. We've talked about it before. I played the PC preview program a little bit. I haven't actually played it since I last talked about it. But basically, you and one other uh, co-op player, if you want, you can solo it if you want. You uh, get dropped on a map. There's several teams of two. There is a creature on the map to which you're all trying to find and hunt um, down. Um, and you will constantly get clues which narrow down its location. The, you know, the 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 twist of this gameplay is that everybody's going for it. You have the strategy of you find the creature, you wait till somebody else comes up, whittles its health down, and then you go in and kill them. Or, you know, or you could play the level, find loot, and leave, and never even interact with the boss. So it's got those type of uh, type of multiplayer elements in it. Um, any of you guys interested in maybe checking this out when so, it comes to preview? So I'm probably going to pull a risky, buy it, play it once, never play it again. <laughs> okay. Agreed. I think it looks pretty awesome, and I'll probably have fun with it for like a weekend. It's a really good-looking game, too, I will say, for what it's worth. This is, sounds like the um, the game where they shut down the servers not so long ago that we got for free on Games with Gold. Was it oh, no, that was that stupid one? Battle Royale trash one. Uh, what was it called? Uh, this The Calling? Yes. No, not The Calling. The, the, that, the... that one did happen, though. That one did shut. The Calling was also Battle Royale trash. Yeah. <laughs> No, the one where you, you, you teamed up with three friends or four friends, and you were trying to destroy the monster, and the monster was oh, a, evolve. Evolve. That's oh, it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I probably 4v1. said it last time. Yeah, I, I think the big difference here is that nobody controls the creature, and then it's just a bunch of two-man teams, basically. Yeah. Well, and this will um, probably work. For what? It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of Vigor, but without the monsters. Kinda, kinda, yeah, kinda. Okay. Um. I will say this is, if you guys should go YouTube, the spider creature, uh, it is the creepiest, creepiest looking. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Oh, my God. That I'm thing good. gave me nightmares yes. when I watched that no, gameplay. <laughs> that thing moves so much like a real life spider. It is, it's, games are getting too realistic. I don't know. <laughs> so, sp- I mean, spring 2019, they couldn't give us a <sighs> Yeah, that's all I could find. We're pretty much in spring They gave us a teaser trailer <laughs> and no hard date, just said spring 2019, so. So keep your eyes out for that if you're interested, because I'm assuming a legitimate release date is heard around. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, you guys watch that movie Star is Born? Nope. Okay. You guys like Lady Gaga? Nope. Nope. Uh, I don't care. Okay. I'm indifferent. All fair opinions. Uh, well, she is going to be uh, what I assume is a voice actor in Cyberpunk 2077. She looks like she. She looks like she should be in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, right now, she looks like she should be in She's that game. Already there. 
Um, this comes via uh, Actua Gaming, a French outlet, um, but uh, they say that she has been hired by uh, CD Projekt Red. We don't know the capacity to which she will be in the game. Um, I mean, it's got to be a small cameo if this news is just coming out. I would out. assume, I like yeah pretty far along in Give, this game. Have her put on one of the random outfits she's in concert as and just Photoshop that in the game and you're good, right? It's I mean, be right after the Yennefer sounds good to me. cameo. <laughs> oh, They're geez. Be hanging out together. I wonder if they will have a, a Witcher cameo of some sort in that game. I think they have uh, to, right? S- somebody did, it was like a Siri mock-up um, of like, of in that universe? Like cyberpunk. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and it was awesome. So, I'd love it if they did that with all the Oh, the Witcher. Why not, characters. right? It's their game. They what can do what they want, guy. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Or if you go in like a gaming shop and it's like an old video game shop and you just see Witcher 3 on the shelf or something like that, you know? And Gerald's um, the shopkeeper. <laughs> Even weirder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Um, last bit of news here. This comes via gamingintel.com. Modern Warfare 4 will be rumored to not feature specialists. Um, or a battle royale mode at all. What do you think about this, Risky? I think they're going to go back to, like, Modern Warfare 3 or Modern Warfare 2, and, like, that's what you're going to be getting is that type of game that's just not having the specialists, not having a battle royale, just being that classic Modern Warfare style, I think is what we're getting here, probably with a lot more skill streaks guns that kind of stuff and i don't mind there not being a battle royale at all i've always thought it would be weird if each developed or dev yep (laughs) developer (laughs) um like the three of them if they're all trying to do battle royales it would they just i don't know it's weird them competing against each other like activision wouldn't like that because it doesn't make a lot of sense i guess you're see we had kind of argued about this before but i think you're gonna end up being the one that's right about this because I was thinking there was no way they wouldn't bring out a Battle Royale every year with how successful Blackout was, but then maybe because Blackout has been so successful, they just ride that while it's hot, I guess. Yeah, so maybe you'll get it next Call of Duty or something. Has the specialist characters, has that pretty much been a Blackout-only thing for a while now? As far as I know in multiplayer, okay. yeah, they're the ones that started it and the only ones that have, have been doing it. So Okay. Is I guess cool. I should ask too, like Maldo, Chocolate, or do you guys see yourself being interested in a more baseline Call of Duty game like it used to be? Oh, I'm too old. I, I'm not <laughs> I, can't, I can't keep up. Can't hang with those kids and their Twitch reflexes, right? Exactly, exactly. I'll be no scoping the my shoes. Well, I think didn't they also say that there will be a campaign? I'm pretty yes, sure that was uh, they news, they said like that there will. Yeah, they basically said that. Well, again, also rumor, but they're saying that there will be a campaign though. Yeah, like some of those old, like that's what I remember the most about like the first Modern Warfare like Price and all that. And... Awesome that campaign was. So uh, I don't think it's a big deal if there's not the multiplayer will still be fun. It'll be Call of Duty multiplayer, maybe just a little more basic than we're used to seeing, which I'm fine with. And no specialists, like whatever. No battle royale, whatever. There's enough of that. See, so. chocolate. I've, yeah, I've got fine. an answer for you, chocolate. So you say you're too old, but just wait till you get those cyberpunk augmentations in your eyes, <laughs> and like you know your fingers and stuff. And dude, you'll be you'll be top of the leaderboard every time. Thumbs. Yeah, don't worry about the eyes. It is the fingers and thumbs. That's where I need the yeah. 
those twitch reflexes the augmentations oh definitely 100 (laughs) percent. all right well that is it for the week all right uh last up we do have new games for the week and some psas so maldo why don't you take it away all right so games leaving game pass this month we've got kingdom new lands late shift portal knights good riddance and sacred (laughs) citadel uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, wasn't late shift. Oh, that's that that's FOV a, one. Uh, yeah, the movie yeah. where you it, make the decisions. I recommend people play that. It is kind of unintentionally funny in a great way. <laughs> it's short, isn't it? It's short, very short too. Easy achievement points, also. Yeah, definitely recommend that. So other than that, we've got uh, Xbox 360 back compat Castlevania Harmony of Despair, and then new games for this month. So Friday, March 22nd, we have Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I would I would be I'm probably still going to be on this day one but man the division this is going to be a struggle these two games I, I will not be just because of yes. the division yeah. and I know that Sekiro will be like $30 well, in a it's month it's a single player so. game too so I'm like you risky I might just wait on this one because I know it's probably worth yeah, it I know for a fact I would love this game I am all about that the Soul series but yeah the division's just taking up too much time right I'm now I'm still trying to beat Bloodborne I don't think it's ever going to happen so I don't, you'll I don't get know. There. You'll get there. Just keep at it. Just keep at it. It's a lot of punishment. Don't stop. <laughs> and that's it. Don't stop don't believing. Don't stop. Nope. Believing. Nope. Yep. nope. Stop it, it. Remember what we said about singing the podcast? Talk? Oh, right. Nope. There's nope. No, also, there's also no not that bag. either. Miss. <laughs> <laughs> Another miss. <laughs> Valiant effort. Good <laughs> sir. Um, speaking of the mailbag, <laughs> the mailbag will be next week. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah. Let's... Just waiting for Maldo to break out, too. All right, and our Patreon giveaway of the week is... Maldo, stop, You're please. Right. <laughs> it's it's, it's not why you don't give me access to the, full, <laughs> to, the, to the full... Maldo, Google we can't app. pay for all this. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's plug this thing up. Uh, you can head on over to crossatlanticgaming.com to check out everything that's going on crossatlanticgaming-wise. Um Check us out on Mixer and Twitch. We are at those places slash Cross Atlantic Gaming. We're streaming Mondays and Tuesdays as of now. Plus, if you've got your notifications on, um, a bunch of people stream throughout the week as well. So tune into those. Um, Head on over to iTunes. Rate us. Subscribe to us. Do all those nice, warm, fuzzy things that make us happy inside. (laughs) Nothing, chocolate? Nope. Alright, fair it's enough. It's finally back to zero. Let's just leave it that way. Yes. Tell your friends. Um, Tell your friends about us. Oh, I'm definitely going to be uh, streaming uh, some uh, Save Decay 2 because Risky has really uh, fired me up for that one. Uh, yep, after no his uh, horrendous, horrendous comments in uh, Discord, which I will uh, I will end you <laughs> if you uh, <laughs> talk about that game in that tone anymore. It is a, it is a national treasure, sir. And if you want to see me bash bad video games <laughs> you can head on over to our discord the link for that are in the show notes lots of channels there lots of stuff that kind of just goes hand in hand with the podcast and great people chatting in there every day so head over there if you'd like to support us with your hard-earned money head on over to patreon.com slash cag podcast we just had our patreon episode shout out to arrow ben for taking home first place in that yeah. contest. Congrats. But what that does mean is that you have a whole month 
to head on over to Patreon, check it out, um, and sub if you'd like, and get yourself um, into the drawing for a game. I'm going to do a quick uh, look while you talk about who the leader is right now in the Discord um, chat, actually, for the leaderboard. Yeah. I'm check that out real quick. That's good. I think it's Moose. I think you're but, right. Um, socials, that's Twitter and Instagram. We are at CAG Podcast. Follow us there. We're tweeting every day. No, we're not. And if you... <laughs> Nope. All right. Well, we used Almost to be our social media manager, Viva Le Sweeney, must be on vacation or something. Yep. That's probably what happened. Um, if you need to reach us via email for any reason, we are at cagpodcast at gmail.com. That's all the plugging I can do in this Should get episode. Eric to help him out, Chocolate. Yeah, I need to, I need to get onto it. Don't don't get chocolate going. I just want to say <laughs> thank you guys to, to all the people who reached out to me while I was away at school. It was nice that uh, people noticed I wasn't in Discord and said, "Hey, Maldonado, <laughs> where you been?" I espe- I especially appreciated when you came back that one day and everybody acted like they didn't know you. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, how'd you hear about the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Discord. <laughs> so it's it's I'm happy to be back. We're glad. Yeah, you're back. we're glad you're back, buddy. <laughs> Looking forward to getting in some game with you guys. For sure. Um, if you want to find me, I'm at Risky the Kid everywhere. Doc, Doc H1X1 everywhere. Chocolate, Chocolate Bear AT everywhere. And Maldo Rob, Maldo Space Rob on Xbox Live and Maldo underscore Rob on PSN. All right. Well, hey, thanks for being on the show. It's good to have you back. I feel like it had been a while, so we'll uh, we'll get you back on here soon. I think. Thanks for stopping no by. All right, and thank you everyone else for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Shout out to Ben Oregon Goodbye. and uh, Paladins is better than Overwatch. No man, oh, Skyline cool. Chili. Skyline Chili something, is fantastic. Uh, that's what it is. Okay. All right, that's all our shoutouts. It's okay. <laughs> it is amazing, sir. <laughs>probably said this one before uh bacon and eggs walk into a bar the bartender says sorry we don't serve breakfast oh, <laughs> i don't think you've said that one come on that is a great dad one though hey, i gotta man, say I how do you put it. together a space party <laughs> how you plan it oh, I, I, that's, just a, that's just a bad one that's just a bad one that's not even a dad joke that. that's that a bad one <laughs> uh, right hang on i thought that was a good one i'm rob <laughs> <laughs> and now you're married. <laughs> yeah. So it was. Was. That was. <laughs> Did you hear about the ATM that got addicted to money? No. No. It suffered from withdrawals. <laughs> <laughs>